0: Let's uh, forget social media right now. What we are doing in social media, let's imagine that in a live scenario. Mm. You're walking down the street. I suddenly come to you and start telling about my products. How would that feel? It's going to be wrong. <laughs> That's my point exactly. You You're not going to do that. Yeah. Some, you'll think something's wrong with me, right? So first thing... Uh, welcome to Hashtag Being Entrepreneur. We have a special guest today. Her name is Nausheen Mukhtar. She's joining us from Dubai. And uh, Nausheen, welcome to Hashtag Being Entrepreneur.
1: Hello, Sachin. Thank you so much for joining me uh, to your podcast. I'm very happy to be with you today. It's a Friday, a holiday, and I'm having a fabulous time.
0: Oh, that's nice. And uh, Nausheen, uh, please uh, do introduce yourself to our audience.
1: Sure, Sachin. Uh, my name, as you all know, is Nosheen Mukhtar. I'm an entrepreneur in Dubai, and I have uh, more, more than one businesses in Dubai. Primarily, mm-hmm. uh, I work uh, to help different business owners in increasing their impact in understanding how they can uh, make their business grow and how they can mm-hmm. be successful, how they can achieve their larger goals as business owners. Um, this is the primary mission I'm on creating a support system for business owners and helping them understand Mm -hmm. what is their journey towards. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apart from this, I have a PR agency and uh, a marketing agency in Dubai that helps different businesses, entrepreneurs, as well as uh, medium-sized businesses in creating their visibility strategies, in creating an impact, in standing out as uh, well-known businesses in Dubai. So everybody is... Like you mm-hmm. know, everybody is on a journey on their path towards success, and they need to understand what formula has worked for, for them and what cannot work for them. So, this is what mm-hmm. I do I help them put their finger on the right formula of success so that they are able to make an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a small business community as well. Uh, the community is formed with the purpose of networking, it allows people okay. to Um, leverage on their business connections. It allows them to Mm -hmm. find good social connections as well. So there is a lot Mm -hmm. of ideation, either sharing. There is a lot of, um, what do we call it? uh, Sharing of concepts, um, experiences of vision, Mm -hmm. of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, building social connections, friendships, and things Mm -hmm. like that. That is happening in the community and it's growing with time. That is the best part. That's the best part, part, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sachin, this is pretty much... And, uh, yeah, yeah, tell me, please. Yes, so, uh, like, uh, I saw your vlog and uh, I saw that there is something called uh, business showers. So, could you yes. please uh, explain what that was?
1: All right. Uh, you know, every now and then, I like launching a podcast series, primarily a vlog. Mm-hmm. That is more okay. into offering different kind of support. Like I used to have uh, a series in which different uh, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs were invited to share their story. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. called My Story For You. That was one show. Okay. So uh, mm-hmm. The Business Shower is another show, another of my production where I invite different businesses who have accomplished something in their journey or are new. Okay. They come mm-hmm. to talk about their uh, USPs, they talk about their goals, they talk about okay. what makes them different. So it's mm-hmm. primarily a limelight where people mm-hmm. will sit and share things that they love to do. It, mm-hmm. it is inspiring. It, it's also based on helping them get better visibility, because as you know, these days we all need to have enough visibility to ensure people know who we are, people understand where we are headed and what we do. Mm-hmm. If they don't know about us, if, even if we are a small or a large business, we are going to have some trouble. So my, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, uh, main idea behind launching the Business shower was to give a platform to businesses where they Mm. come and talk about themselves, they share what solutions Mm -hmm. they are providing people, why they are Mm -hmm. important, why people should connect with them. So that is what that show is about.
0: So that's the reason even I started this podcast especially. So I wanted to share the stories of other entrepreneurs. And meanwhile, I wanted to provide some kind of value to them. So in my shows, I usually what I do is I discuss about their business. For example, if you, You just told me about your business, right? So, while we discuss it, I provide some kind of value, content, uh, especially I'm, uh, you know, uh, specialized in social media marketing. So, my agency, Gross Media, it's uh, specialized in uh, social media marketing. So, I provide some kind of content strategy because I take a look at their profiles and it would be my, uh, you know, suggestion what kind of content they can add in their social media. If there's their product line, what kind of content they can add in there and how they can build a brand from there. And I also want to learn from you know different entrepreneurs. That's the reason when we talk, that happens. Yeah. So that's the reason I started this. Has a big
2: Yeah,
0: perfectly
3: said. So
1: when we share Sharing our stories, yeah. Mm-hmm. When we share our stories, we are actually helping people understand what can happen to them in exactly, their, yeah. uh, you know while they're moving towards their ambition. That's the thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: so as a social media and sachin what
0: is your most interesting yeah. experience so far um most interesting experience is uh, like you know learning my way to convince my clients why they should invest more on content strategy why it's not only about likes and shares but it's about the valuable content exactly. that's the most challenging part i'm having and uh, it's quite fun to explain to them because it's very completely new concept that i'm pitching to them if there is any product line and I'm that's the only thing I think about is if there is any product line, I think about the customer point, customer yeah. viewpoint. point,
2: yeah.
0: what kind of a content that customer would like to have from the client mm-hmm. and that quite becomes simple, right? If I'm going to use that product or service, yeah. so this is exactly what I want to know about that production service and that becomes their content. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, my most challenging part is, you know, having my client to work on it because I can't run their blog and podcast because podcasting and blogging is now number one in mm-hmm. content marketing yes. and in social media marketing as well. So that's the, you know, challenging part for me to have my clients work for that because mm-hmm. they pay us for me to work, but I can't show my face everywhere. Right? I can't be the face of all the podcasts, all the you know blogs. Absolutely. That's the challenging part for me. Yes. So what's yours? Um, uh,
1: The most difficult part that we are having here is that uh, people are still uh, hesitating in giving time towards building a social currency. They still Mm -hmm. feel that it's an extra cost. But to be honest, Mm -hmm. if you look at a holistic picture, your social media channels are the places where, where you can have more intense conversations with your audience. And those conversations are uh, not just momentary. Like They are not like you and me are meeting in a room and talking. Mm -hmm. And then that conversation is uh, vanishing in thin air because it finished Mm -hmm. and we walked out of the room, right? It's not like that. Mm -hmm. These conversations are there to stay. And people can Mm -hmm. go back in the history and in the archives and keep on checking the feed and benefiting from this conversation. So persuading Mm -hmm. people that creating wonderfully meaningful conversations around their brand is something that is more of an investment, is the difficult Mm -hmm. part. Like people still feel Mm -hmm. that, oh my God, if I'm going to invest into this and these many episodes are coming, it's too much of money. How do I spend, you know? But it's not that way. Once you spend, what I've observed is that the winner brands are those Mm -hmm. that are not afraid to spend time, resources, and their uh, value into Mm -hmm. the content that they are creating. So Mm -hmm. once they're willing to go ahead with it, they will definitely get results. And the results are not like, you know, today you have posted and tomorrow there is a result. It's not like that.
0: It's -hmm. not going to happen like that.
1: Exactly. And then there are a few Mm -hmm. things that I always tell people that uh, are essential for us in creating our social media strategy and in also creating Mm -hmm. our brand strategy on other channels than just the social media, like our blogs and Mm -hmm. our websites and our real-time events and our seminars that are physically happening. The the real thing is that we have to have consistency, like our brand Mm -hmm. messages should go as a chain and they keep on building through a snowball effect, which is very important. And secondly, there has to be frequency. A lot Mm -hmm. of brands that are struggling with not having enough results through their social media strategies and other marketing strategies are suffering because they are not able to do it persistently. They don't have a yeah. uh, recurrence, a timed recurrence, you
0: know? If you basically, ask- uh, yeah. if I may interrupt, uh, basically they're not uh, providing some kind of valuable content or they're not building brand. They're actually selling on social media platforms. Exactly. You and see how- a banner ad, uh, you're going to forget in what, few seconds? There's a three second rules in social media. You just yeah. swipe up the feed and it's gone. And they spend millions on it for ad budgets. So big brands. Yeah. So if you're not going to, Build something valuable, which you remember, which your customers remember. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work out well. I know, but uh, you'll uh, you know, spend a lot of money and uh, your banner, the, your sales pitch will go in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it should be somewhat an impulsive buy. Let's say for Amazon, big, big billion day or uh, you know, Flipkart, big billion day, mm-hmm. something like that. If you need something, if I look at something, okay, this phone is 24% off. So mm-hmm. it it should be an impulsive buy. I'm not gonna remember it after one minute or two minutes.
3: Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. the content should be content is very important. If you're not gonna provide any value and it's not gonna be consistent, like you said, mm-hmm. I don't think customers will remember it at all. Yeah.
1: No. It, there has to be consistency and then there has to be frequency, like reinforcement of mm-hmm. a message again and again, and it should come mm-hmm. in a different style. You don't need to copy the same mm-hmm. style every time. Because mm-hmm. that matters a lot, because that affects the way people will remember the brand. That will also affect the way they interact with the brand. So every mm-hmm. time there could be a different response, yet might have something in common, because brand is the same. So this comes mm-hmm. to uh, such Sachin, for all kinds of brands, like the retail brands, the, uh, let's say the coaching and training brands, the education-oriented brands, everybody has to have their unique way of presenting their idea and using one kind of an ad might not work every time.
0: It's not going to work. So
1: you might have your promo for once, the next time you might have your brand. Once the third time you might have uh, your brand authority-oriented content that sets you apart mm-hmm. from other people. So mm-hmm. what I see is now on social media, everybody is there, definitely is there. And everybody wants to interact with something. They might mm-hmm. not... Want to pick up the best offer every day, but they might mm-hmm. want to get something which is inspiring them today, which is moving their emotions, which is appealing mm-hmm. to their hearts, which is touching their minds and adding value to their lives. That might work.
0: That is the main point. Yeah, that uh, that should be your you know how you emotionally and how you connect with your customers emotionally for their emotional quotient. If you're not gonna do that, then it's not gonna work out because you re- people remember how you make them feel instead of how you you know, make them think or something like that. you know mm-hmm. When you make them feel and your content will be remembered in different contexts also, you can rerun the same content, but in a different context, if you're not going to invest in more, you know creating more content, but it, it can be in a different context, right? Especially for this uh, my vlog, when I record with somebody, when uh, I record with another entrepreneur, no, I break that video into different different parts. Different contexts, so I can repost the same thing, so it's going to work like that
1: yeah and that's a good I mean, because
0: mm-hmm.
3: you
1: know everybody's attention span might not be very long so it's good mm-hmm. to have smaller chunks of different videos to share with the audience because that helps them mm-hmm. understand smaller messages with greater impact. this is what I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and uh, today well, the discussion topic would be social media networking there send do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. So if you could uh, start start with the kind of topic. Um,
1: I personally believe that LinkedIn is a very powerful tool for social mm-hmm. media networking, where you actually can build a tribe that interacts with you on a stronger level. Um, the reason mm-hmm. being this that on LinkedIn, um, many people strongly believe this, that uh, you can connect with a person more easily, and it will be a more informed, well-informed connection than anywhere else. The reason being this, that the profiles on LinkedIn are quite detailed. They tell you where the person works, what his passion is, what kind of industry he's involved in, what are his interests, what kind of groups he's interacting with, what kind of content he's making, and then uh, what kind of a tribe he's building. So all mm-hmm. this is very obviously revealed. And it's mm-hmm. the, the more meaningful conversations on LinkedIn that are helping people build a stronger network. And it works mm-hmm. faster than anywhere else. So I believe that this is somewhere mm-hmm. from, from you should invest as a person who mm-hmm. wants to build his brand, who wants to build a personal identity as a brand, and wants to stand up. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the place where everybody should be at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's good to build a network because it works faster.
0: And uh, uh, this is kind of my, uh, like I mentioned, uh, I had a, made, made a video about uh, LinkedIn etiquettes. Mm-hmm. So what to do, what not to do on LinkedIn. If you're trying to sell or if you're trying to build a marketing, uh, if you're trying to marketing market or something. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my point was, first thing, know your audience. If I come to you, say, hi, Naushin, my name is so-and-so. I'm com- coming from so-and-so company. So uh, basically what I get messages from people is, Uh, They greet me, first of all, say, good morning, good evening, Sachin, nice to connect with you, glad to be on your network, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, they talk about their business, even though they don't know if I want or not, don't want what what they're selling. Mm -hmm. And they go ahead and ask, Sachin, what do you do? Mm -hmm. For your point, LinkedIn is completely detailed. My profile is mentioned over there, they know what I do. But people won't research. People won't research the person they're targeting. Mm-hmm. so at that point at very that point I feel disappointed and I don't want to network with that person anymore so okay. what do you feel about this
1: yes I agree with you. Um, it's not just on the social media to be honest and like mm-hmm. I told you that we run a networking community and we host events where people come mm-hmm. to network. so yes I will I will talk about both even in mm-hmm. real life when you meet with someone the first thing they want to know is what do we do and that comes uh, from, from this thing that See, if you look at our waking hours, half of our life, the entire lifespan, mm-hmm. we're spending most of our waking hours, let's say nine to five, in offices working, mm-hmm. and that reshapes us in such a way that when we meet someone, the first thing we want to know is what does that person do. So yeah. this is, this comes naturally, and perhaps this is uh, a common way of warming up with someone. But instead, mm-hmm. we can change that. Instead of asking simply for what do you do, we can ask things like. What are your uh, common interests? How was your day? And how did you start? And then the conversation can develop. But yes, I agree with you. Uh, When you are interacting with people through the social media, read the profile first. Because that sums up most of your questions. And instead of saying, what do you do? You can say, I'm very glad by the way you are standing up at the moment. So I'd like to know how did you achieve this in your uh, professional career? Because I can see such a wonderful LinkedIn profile. So that can start a conversation, a person might feel buttered, you might, you know, warm up towards you, you might open up with some ideas, and then uh, you can share, like jump into the conversation, share some more ideas, and that can build a relationship, perhaps a beginning of a social relationship.
0: But yeah, it does. Like, uh,
1: yeah.
3: when
0: I contacted you first, I went through your profile, I saw what you do, and I saw your blogs, I literally watched every video, not completely, but... A little bit to know like uh, what she is who she is Mm -hmm. so then I understood okay you will be the perfect uh, you know a guest for my uh, you know uh, vlog and podcast so that's how I approached you yeah hi Nausheen this is so and so and uh, I saw your podcast on this particular topic so I wanted to know whether you want to be a guest on my podcast that's how you approach things it's it doesn't take much time right like to research about a person what five minutes so People are in a hurry to mm-hmm. do a sales pitch. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's how they do
3: it. That's how it is.
0: And uh, that, frankly, is a very bad way to you know, contact someone.
1: Yeah. Honestly, Tachi, nobody wants to be sold out. Like, mm-hmm. especially in these days, when consumer awareness of how things work in the market are very high, it's mm-hmm. very obvious that not everybody will be your buyer. Only the person mm-hmm. who feels that there is a need to buy from you and you're the right person to buy from is going to do that. So instead of focusing on pitching to sell, focus on pitching to show and connect. So when you show and connect, people are going to accept you. They will warm up towards you. They will understand where you are coming from. And instead of judging you for selling at them, they will feel warmer and they will share their need. So once they have Mm -hmm. shared the need, is the time when you can say, oh, yes, I have a solution that fits your need very well and is going to serve you. So let's talk Mm -hmm. about that. And then the conversation goes towards selling.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
1: If somebody is jumping into my inbox with an Mm in-mail telling me, okay, I offer, let's say, um, wonderful dresses and I see you're a very elegant woman. So you would like to have a look at my website. Okay, I will go and have a look at that. But if somebody is jumping, okay, there's 30% discount on this dress and you should <laughs> definitely get it today, I'm not going to go yet. <laughs> because I'm not uh, on LinkedIn or Facebook uh-huh. or Instagram to buy an address. Right? And similarly, many people, it happens with me also, Sachin, many people come to my social media, they send me an email. Mm-hmm. We are a digital marketing agency and we can help you in managing this, 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 this. And you will get these many clicks on your Facebook and these many clicks on your website. So you should tell us if you can collect. Now, the thing is that, come
3: on, read my profile and go to my business <laughs> Happens
0: website. to me too. <laughs> happens to me too. I run a marketing agency and my other marketing agencies are pitching to me. Yeah. So, so, do you want so-and-so services? They don't look at my profile. They don't know who I am and they just pitch. They said, like, uh, even I worked as a business developer before. Before I started my company, I was into sales. So mm-hmm. when we were going, uh, you know, at that time, I tried to convince my working company
3: mm-hmm.
0: to invest in social media. So, but they wouldn't listen. So I that was a sales driven company from 35 years. That was a sales driven company. Okay. They had zero, they never invested in marketing and they had no mm-hmm. social profiles also. Still, but I pressurized them for six months. I ran behind my CEO for six months to mm. do this, exactly what I'm doing right now to do that because I knew the potential of the social media platforms. Mm. Right now, uh, organic reach in Facebook, Instagram, YouTube are all dead, literally dead. You cannot reach into people's timeline because organic reach is gone because there are like 2 billion people using these platforms every day. Mm. So before, like, uh, let's, let's dial back time four years ago. Your Instagram post used to get like what 40 50 likes right now it's hardly it's gonna reach top two percent of your followers exactly. because the organic reach is gone hmm. Instagram Facebook was gone yeah now Instagram is gone right now LinkedIn is good in organic reach exactly and uh TikTok was there but it got banned in India oh. TikTokers were huge okay, I've been in India Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But but it got banned right now, and there are some alternate platforms like uh, Rizzle and Roposo, things of that nature. But uh, I don't think I'm not using it right now. But I want to explore that because right now they are the new platforms.
1: Yeah. In the UAE, a lot of brands are still uh, enamored on Instagram, especially the fashion brands, because Instagram Mm -hmm. is like you know a style thing. So, uh, yes, the outreach still on Instagram for fashion brands is very high here in the Mm way. And people are still getting a lot of views and, you know, they have great visibility on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But when it comes towards networking, because this is what we were talking about, Instagram Mm -hmm. is not really where you network. Instagram is where you uh, position yourself as a beautiful, attractive brand with Mm
3: -hmm. style,
1: Or you go towards your paid ads and you sell something off to your audience. But on LinkedIn, actually, you build connectivity, you build a relationship with your audience so that they depend on you for receiving something wonderful. And that can be anything. That can be the way you live. That can be the way you become successful. That can be the way your brand is adding value to your life and then to the lives of your customers. And that can be what kind of values you stand for. You know, the, the scope is huge. And positioning might take you a, mo- a deeper, much deeper strategy than you might have ever used on Facebook or mm-hmm. on Instagram, because the kind of interaction you were making with people on Facebook and Instagram might have taken uh, two or three things in consideration. But mm-hmm. LinkedIn, the scope is huge, humongous. You go into details, and it keeps on building into something
3: more and mm-hmm. more. Impactful. So
0: actually, LinkedIn uh, content. Content as content of LinkedIn is actually expanding right now. Before we we used LinkedIn or you use LinkedIn only for job searches or uh, to or to connect with some profile or some person, that's it. But right now, content of LinkedIn is becoming like Facebook. So it's the new Facebook for business. LinkedIn is the new Facebook for business.
3: Yeah. So people so find life right
0: hacks uh-huh.
1: from LinkedIn. They find how to be successful from LinkedIn. <laughs>
2: so
0: that's happening so that's the reason right now linkedin reach is very good organic reach is very good so you don't need to run ads you can consistently keep posting what you want to post about or uh, how to build your brand about your product or your company you can keep doing that but there should be some kind of consistency and uh frankly it should be some kind of you should give some kind of context to it if not if not going to give context you're not going to understand you are different from the other person who runs a different business. So mm-hmm. I can't run give the same content who runs uh, for a marketing person and for a salesperson and for the IT person. So I have to give different context to them. If not, you you might like my video, but the other person will ignore it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the major problem people have to understand and work on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, like uh, the other point of uh, etiquettes on uh, Shows Platform, like uh, do's and do's of uh, networking was uh mainly people are very impatient and also they don't you know follow up have you gotten this like uh, you know some sales pitch and you might be actually interested to it you reply back but they don't reply to you Mm. or they send a connection request but they don't introduce themselves they just send a request so has this happened to you
1: it has happened um see not everybody on linkedin is opening their app every day and checking This is what I noticed. Especially people who are running bigger businesses than, let's say, medium-sized people. understand my point? So a C-level executive is not likely to go through his LinkedIn feed all the time. Maybe he's coming here just to check a few updates every now and then. So it's very important for us to choose our connections widely because that is going to affect the way our algorithm works. Choose, my advice is, choose people who are more active on LinkedIn who are producing great content, for creating native videos, native content Mm -hmm. that reflects their vision, that reflects their brand, that reflects their goals. Because if they are very active, your interaction with them will be more meaningful. Mm -hmm. Now, second point, like you said, that uh, when you are sending messages to people, there might be difficulty in following. This is connected in two ways. One thing is that you are perhaps having, it's more like a cold call, So perhaps mm-hmm. you're giving a cold call to someone who's not interested, or you're giving a cold call to someone who's not listening. Mm-hmm. The first category was of the higher C-level executive who's not visiting the platform every day to check. So in that case, your call will go unnoticed. Secondly, mm-hmm. uh, if the person is not responding, it could also be he's not interested, or you're mm-hmm. pitching it wrong. There is no need for what you're on. So exactly for every person, Who's approaching someone for the sake of any service, any kind of a connectivity on LinkedIn, please check the need analysis. You cannot connect with a pretty girl because she, just because she's pretty on LinkedIn, so you're connecting. <laughs> you go tell exactly. her she's pretty, she's going to ignore it, right? In the same way, you cannot connect with a TV presenter on LinkedIn and tell them that, uh, okay, you're wonderful, you inspire me so much and full so stop, end of story and you see nothing at all. So one good way of getting a follow-up and a response from people is the kind of message that is drafted by you. It needs to have a purpose. It should show that something, you're looking forward to have something with them in future. If they don't see that, they're not going to respond. Secondly, if nobody is responding to you on LinkedIn, to your messages, something is wrong with you. Maybe your profile doesn't match. It's of is not of interest to the person.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the message you are saying is perhaps not something that they need. So
0: Yeah, exactly. If they don't need, the need it, need they're not going to respond to it. Yeah, exactly. Because for a person who gets like 100, 200 messages or emails uh, in LinkedIn, they're not going to respond to it and respond to every one of it because it's, there's no context to them or there. There's no value for them or that. They don't need a marketing sales pitch from a marketing company because we run a marketing company, me and you. You run your own business. I run my own business. So I can't come to you and say, Anoshin, can I handle your marketing? No. And you can do the same to me because we both run marketing agencies. Mm -hmm. So if you don't research and if you don't put context to every person's needs, this will happen. happen. And the same happens in cold calls and emails while running a physical business. A salesperson do the same thing.
1: Yeah, you know, such, so, uh, we mm-hmm. most of us in, in the present times, we are forgetting one thing. These social channels are for social
3: engagement.
1: They are not mm-hmm. for selling. Until and unless you have the paid ads going on. Now, mm-hmm. why I said this? I might be a little bit incorrect in that for your context. Because you are at the mm-hmm. moment using these channels to drive.
3: I am using these platforms to sell it, sir. Right?
1: Yeah, okay, <laughs> let me finish. So... Why I said that these are social channels because people come here to get entertained, to connect, to know more people, to know people who are interested, to know brands who are interested right Now, when I say instead of selling, you should socialize, you should socialize in a way that people would want to connect. They would want to engage with con- in conversations with you as a brand. You get my point. That's not just true for a person; it's also true for a company. You should be so wonderfully awesome on your social media that instead of your pitching sale to the next person, the person should say, "I want to be with." Yeah. And this. When you
0: provide that value, actually, it might you know they are gonna sell for you because when you introduce, you're not gonna. Let's uh, forget social media right now. What we are doing in social media, let's imagine that in a live scenario.
3: Mm.
0: You're walking down the street. I suddenly come to you and start telling about my products. How would that feel? It's going to be wrong. <laughs> That's my point exactly. You You're not going to do that. Yeah. Some, you'll think something's wrong with me, right? Yeah. So first thing I want to do is say hi, introduce myself, know about you. That process that should be followed on social media Hmm. and it's going to be different in different social media platforms in linkedin people want to stay on point because it's a business social media social media platform it's only for business Hmm. in facebook it's going to be different because facebook has a audience from 18 to 60 maybe 60 70 maybe but that doesn't happen on instagram or snapchat or tiktok Hmm. so you're going to give different context and different audiences in different platforms Exactly. So that's how you need to, you know, reach people. You're not going to do that if you're going to be very direct. People are forgetting to be social on social media platforms. Exactly. That's
3: my point.
1: So instead of instead of focusing on generating leads, focus on demand generation. Because when you yeah. focus on demand generation, you sell automatically. The leads are maturing on their mm-hmm. and you have and, to uh, make less effort into that. It's uh-huh. harder for uh, people to buy. It's easier to make people buy from you out of their own emotion and their own feeling of being associated
2: with
0: mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't blame the executives as well because, you know, they have targets on their back. So mm-hmm. they want to finish their work, they want to finish their targets because uh, people who run the companies, when I was working as a salesperson also, I had my targets. Mm-hmm. I had very specific ways which I could, which I have to follow to you know, connect to people. So mm-hmm. th- that was only sales Uh, cold calls cold emails and go meet them in person Mm -hmm. you go to their office you shall tell about your products have a meeting with them come back that's that was the only three options so i wanted to explore on social media so i wanted to try different strategies but uh, the company wouldn't support it because it's a slow process you don't go sell in the first day you don't sell in the first meet you network with them you properly understand their need then you start selling So that's a slow process. Uh, I think uh, this kind of strategy should come down from the top in a company. Hmm. You have to, you as an entrepreneur and me as an entrepreneur, I have to guide my people to sell like this, even though it's a slow process. But who knows? Like, uh, let's say today I'm networking with you. Tomorrow I might find someone who is a great client for me and you might refer them to me. That might happen, right? So that's the uh, the thing that uh, people need to develop. Even now, exactly. a lot of businesses are not following it. They think they're putting content on social media. They're selling on social media. They're not doing marketing. They call it marketing. It's not marketing. They're selling on social media. So, building a brand and marketing is completely different. So, that's the thing I want to push. I want to show people through my podcast.
1: Right. You're on a mission. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm on a mission. You're right. And uh, I want to know, like, uh, you know, how your Entrepreneur journey. Uh, what kind of difficulties you might have, uh, you know, faced uh, getting here, something like that. If you are comfortable sharing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, my entrepreneurial journey began in 2012, and mm-hmm. uh, it was out of a decision because I felt that my job was not offering me enough challenge, and mm-hmm. whatever growth it offered me, <laughs> even after a few years, it's less for me. So I was like, uh, I need to do something that allows me to use uh, at least 85% of my potential. So I decided <clears throat> to start my own business. And in the beginning, I was not very clear on how big or small my business has to be, you know, because starting solo is not easy. But uh, I quit my job and I started on with uh, a small enterprise We were a content creation company and there were two more people who worked with me. And in the beginning, it was really very hard for us to find clients because we were new and it was difficult for people to trust. But uh, a couple of my friends helped me in getting introduced to clients who would trust us. And that's how I started. So my advice to every entrepreneur is, yes, take the leap when you're ready and depend on your friends. They will definitely refer you to people who will trust you in the beginning so that your journey starts. So, uh, mm-hmm. they evolved with time. I launched uh, Dynasty, which was a tech company. Then I launched Tiesta, which is a networking platform. Then I launched mm-hmm. Graph Media, which is a media company. Then I launched Machine Mukhtar International, which is more related to PR mm-hmm. and branding. And then I also launched the magazine, uh, which is called Style Femina is for Women. So all these different things came into my bucket because I was ready to grow. I was ready to mm-hmm. take the challenge. So every entrepreneur should have the confidence to believe in herself or himself. They should be ready to invest. That's the right word. You know, we all feel, oh my God, if I lost all my money, will drown. Oh my God, I'm spending so much on this project. If it didn't work, it's going to be a disaster. No, that mm-hmm. is wrong approach. What if it works? You will have double or Three times the amount of tea. So I feel that entrepreneurs' journey become interesting when they're daring, mm-hmm. when they're willing mm-hmm. to take risky decisions, when they're stepping out of their comfort zone and doing things that other people are afraid to do. So for me, it's very important for an entrepreneur to have all of this. And this is what I did in my personal life as well. Like
3: mm-hmm.
1: I did different things. I, I started thinking differently, not just as mm-hmm. the owner of a tech company, not just as the owner of a PR agency, not just as an owner of a magazine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I started thinking like what are the needs of people, people who are like me. And that's how I launched a business community, Andrieska, that helps business owners in getting more recognition for their work, building a network, mm-hmm. building their tribe, standing mm-hmm. out, speaking on stage, All this has come from understanding the challenges that people like myself face. So instead of thinking that my challenges are pulling me down and giving me something bad, I built something that helps others and helps me as well. And that works in the support system. So this is my journey. Like I'm a person who believes very strongly in her story, who is very confident in the things that she does. And this confidence has made my journey very attractive for people. And they mm-hmm. come and ask me about things. Like very recently I met with somebody who said, Noshin, you are my wannabe. And I was blushing <laughs> because that's nice. I love that kind of thing. But people want to be someone who is willing to take what it who's willing to take the risk, who's willing to let go of limitations who's willing to understand themselves better. And Mm -hmm. every entrepreneur should do that. The more they know themselves, the more they trust themselves, Mm -hmm. the more the world will trust them. And the more success Mm -hmm. will come It doesn't come just by investing. It comes by doing things in a different way, by appearing as more of a human being to people, understanding people's needs, and helping them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. So uh, this was one of my challenges the absence of a support mm-hmm. system uh, mm-hmm. then it's very difficult uh, to find people who think like
0: you Yeah that's uh, that's a, that's kind of a problem for every entrepreneur who starts a business exactly. because <laughs> people don't match up to the you know it's not skill people don't match up to the mindset. you know vision point mindset exactly yeah mm-hmm. They don't match to your mindset. I want to I wanna risk everything for my business. I want, I want to risk my career. I want to risk my life. I can spend less than what I actually need. Like where I can invest more into my business. But that kind of mindset is not for everybody.
3: Not- Even
0: for your partners as well. It's not going to come that way. If you can find people like that, and that's a dream team. And I hopefully, like, you know, I would find some that, you know, someday. But uh, the thing about uh, what you uh, talk about, uh, you know, being daring, entrepreneurs have to be daring. I think uh, their, their fear is not, most of the time, failing. Their fear is not loss. I think their fear is, you know, losing in front of somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. judgment of others, opinions of others, what my friends might think. Uh, for this, uh, the blog I created you know oh
3: yeah
0: but this also yeah creating and coming in front of a camera and uh, being someone on social media platforms you want to share something what you know business or your knowledge or something (laughs) people are afraid to do that even though it's there are free free platforms to do that people are actually afraid to show themselves and you know show their creativity show their talent Mm -hmm. because they are afraid that some relative of their will look at their profile and they might laugh or someone would uh, you know some of their friends might put a laughing emoji on their face and they'll be embarrassed on social media platforms Mm -hmm. i think if you move past that as an entrepreneur you should be like a person who doesn't care about anything who whatever people might think about you because you have a straight vision you have a goal and you want to reach that and nobody's going to come with you when you reach there you know when you reach there they might ask you how did you do it you're you're great you are lucky you got this support that thing but only the entrepreneur knows what he went who he or she went through right only you know your your story and only i know my story so that's the thing you know you have to be daring and you should not really care about others opinion especially from your parents or your your spouse or your family or your friends Mm -hmm. the close circle that kills more dreams than the outer
3: circle.
0: True, yeah. That's what I think. And... Uh, people will feel... Uh,
3: people
1: will feel proud of you after you're proud of yourself.
0: People yeah, will uh, and, you
1: after you have done everything that you need to do to yourself. So you... You
0: know how they'll okay, judge that? Only by numbers.
1: Exactly. How
0: much true. money you're making. That's the only one point. When I started this for almost yeah. uh, Maybe six, seven months, I didn't make any money out of this. Mm -hmm. But uh, people were questioning, why are you doing this platform? Why do you write content? I write motivation content every day on my social page. These are some of the things which I say to myself. I want to share it with people also. That's why I put it in a post image and I share it. And sometimes I make a video and share it also. Uh, So people were like questioning, what would you get out of it? Why are you doing this? You're not getting more likes. First thing they just this these are this only the it's the numbers here. This is
3: first thing you're not getting more question. likes. Yes, that's it. You're
0: not getting more likes, you're not earning any money out of it. There's no comments. Why? <laughs> Actually, why not? <laughs> no, even why if not? one yeah. person one then? person look at that and he, if I can change his mind, let's say some person A is about to quit today, yeah. right? If he sees my post or your post, he gets inspired and he ke- f- keeps fighting for another day.
3: Exactly. That's a
0: great thing. Even though the person A doesn't know me or doesn't share it with me. That's a great thing. That's why I do it. That's my answer to that.
1: Yeah. No, giving up is not winning. And it doesn't lead to any wins. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's just keep just, moving, keep fighting. That brings you a win. And mm-hmm. uh, that's the answer. Like I said, mm-hmm. do more. Don't do one Mm -hmm. or two or three. Do more. Do more things. Look at the number of things that other people are doing. Have, Mm -hmm. let's say, your ideal archetype, somebody you aspire to. Look at them and then follow their leads. Mm -hmm. Try to understand what were the different things that they adapted that made them successful. If you do the Mm -hmm. same and add your personal touch to it, how much of success it can bring to you. Social media is a great way of learning. You will see a lot of different uh, personal brands mm-hmm. adding value to people's lives. They are inspiring. They show by doing. They are setting up great mm-hmm. examples for you. So definitely if you follow them, there is no chance that you are going to lose. Because mm-hmm. apart from the example they are setting for you, you yourself are there to bring your personal abilities, your capabilities, your personality, your charisma, to what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's just not one or two things, it's a lot of things that you can bring yeah. to the forefront and build a powerful brand on social media.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, I would like to, you know, uh, I think this could be a little more uh, inspirational for our audience. So was there some point, I, I believe it will be for every entrepreneur, was there some point of the time because of a failure Or some change, drastic change, something like that, you decided to take a step towards entrepreneurship. Was there some point like that in your career?
1: uh, No, there was nothing of this kind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, out of pure passion, you came at all the pressure.
1: My world, it's Uh very interesting. My world was not falling apart, it was going fine. Mm -hmm. I was offered a promotion on my job. I said, I'm not going to do it because if I take Mm -hmm. it, you offer me money. Okay, that's all. And then I spend all my time in making that money, and that's it. So, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. I need to do my thing. So this was the reason I said no and I quit my job. And I came home and I told my husband I quit my job. He looked at me like, Mm -hmm.
3: like,
1: yeah, I quit because I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So then I told him that I have so many different things that I can do. Mm -hmm. And I used all those things to build more beautiful things in the world. And that's how things go. It's fun. I enjoy my life. I have a wonderful, wonderful personal life. Mm -hmm. I look forward to every second day that is coming forward for me. I love my business. And because I Mm -hmm. am so passionate about what I do, there are people who work with me into Mm -hmm. making more brands more successful because Mm -hmm. they believe in my vision. They see the way I do. They see the formula I'm using is working. They want to apply the same. And we all work Mm -hmm. together as a team towards a greater future. So... Mm
3: -hmm.
1: If you are going to think about money, you're going to think about limitations. You're going to think about other people's opinions. You will end up doing nothing.
0: Yeah, exactly. But if you want to start something, and as soon as you consider all these things, you want to quit right there. Oh my God! Why will I? What will others think? What will I do if I can't earn this money? People put a timeline on what they want to achieve. They want to achieve before they're thirty. They want to achieve before they get married. That's how you know. We uh, there's a concept in India. Especially for a guy, if you're ra- running 30, I'm 29 right now. So there's a you know big target on my head. So if I don't achieve something at this age, you're not going to achieve something at this. Next, you want to get married by this age. Then you want to have kids by this age. But for business, there's no such thing. You can have your passion. Your mindset can change any moment. Your passion can drive you anywhere. You should be willing to do that.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, You know, I, I strongly believe that in 2012, by making this decision, I set myself free.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And this freedom has helped me overcome my limitations. And this freedom has also allowed me in becoming more fearless. Mm-hmm. And this freedom has also made me more charming for the world. One decision can change your life.
0: So I believe that is. So my my life-changing moment was I got fired from a, you know, job which I left my city and di- went to a different city,
3: Ooh. to
0: for that job in particular. Mm. After a month, I got fired, so <laughs> I came back. Then I decided to do okay. I am skilled in something. I wanted to try out this. Like I said in my last company, I, I pushed my uh, you know superiors for to invest for them in social media marketing. Mm. I believed in it because. When I was selling using only cold calls and emails, I was desperately looking for some other ways to do something, you know, sell the same thing. So I uh, first time I saw Gary Vaynerchuk's video on branding. So from there, I was hooked. So there is something this platforms people are all meeting here, uh, maybe for entertainment or any other purposes, but you can sell over there. You mm. can get their attention. You know, when you grab an attention, the person will remember you. So while going, it's the billboard concept. Before social Media, there was only banner ads, Mm. mob-up ads and banner ads, something like that. So from there, my passion grew. So I learned uh, what all all I can do in here. Then uh, I wanted to apply in my new company, but that didn't work out. I got fired. So I started freelancing from there. I did not want to go to another job Mm. because I put all my hopes and dreams on that job. I was let go. So I did not want anybody to change my life forever with their decision. So I wanted to, you know, hold a, uh, control my own decisions. I wanted to control my own life.
3: Yeah.
0: That's the reason I started freelancing. And from there, I, uh, you know, launched my company. And today it's been about uh, two, two and a half years. So I think it's going pretty well. Not, uh, not to complain too much, but it's going pretty well. Because I'm trying out new things. I'm networking with new people every day with my, uh, you know, podcast and uh, blog. Mm. So I think it's going pretty well. So the decision I made that day, like you said,
3: mm.
0: so it changed my life.
3: Yeah,
2: it was
0: hard. It still is, but it's going to be worth it because everything I do is in my control. I don't get somebody else to tell me that, okay, you're not doing this. You should do this. You should do that because I know what's best for me and my company.
1: You actually relied on your strength. You built everything,
3: mm-hmm. the
1: entire system, based on your skills and your skills. Exactly. And this is what I feel every individual should believe in, should believe mm-hmm. in himself, yeah. Because that brings mm-hmm. real success in life. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. it's harmful to work for other people. Please, no, come join no, me. No, 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 it's not, it's not. Because I need a lot of people. But the thing is See, that... whatever
0: you do, it should be contextual to that person. See, exactly. I wanted to do this i wanted to do this somebody wants to be a ceo of some other company they want to be the best marketer they want to be the best developer somebody wants to be the best artist so it's to them it's not degrading people who work
2: we no, want, we, want work. we work for a company yeah,
0: yeah. it's not like uh, our team works for us me my team everyone works for the company i treat my company as person number 1 so that person is more important than me so even i work for that person so that's how i uh, concept I, 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 I preach things for my people. So, even I work with them for the company. Yes. So, it's not down, uh, degrading or uh, anything mm-hmm. for their positions. Yes. So, I just it's don't it. want them to understand
3: like that.
1: Yeah. There are jobs that allow people uh, to build their dreams while they are on job. So, the work that they yeah. do in their job is actually the work that they are doing to build themselves mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. This is what I believe in. And this is how my team works because they, each one of us is working with the same passion as if we are working with a brand, with a particular client's plan to make it through.
0: So how would you convince a new concept to any of your clients, which are, you know, let's say client A is fixated on one, uh, you know, one path only. They want to do only that. But if you think there is something different, so how would you convince them?
1: Uh, we make use of... Uh, cause and effect
3: mm-hmm.
1: strategy to show our clients. We also make use of a lot of examples to
2: mm-hmm.
1: show that why some things might work differently and if the difference is controlled in such a way and or redirected in such a way. We'll go mm-hmm. back. We, we have a very audience-centric approach, completely audience-centric approach
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we definitely do a lot of testing and trying in order to get responses and that mm-hmm. helps us in convincing the clients towards something new and
0: different. Okay.
1: Majority of I think that a... who are, mm-hmm. uh, like there are different age groups of the clients, honestly. And I feel that the younger people are more open to experimenting and letting go mm-hmm. of their uh, you know, uh, traditional conceptions towards advertising and marketing. And uh, it's very difficult for us uh, to convince the people who are, In a different age group, let's say uh, people above uh, forty, between forty to fifty, are a little harder to persuade. uh, Yeah, the different strategy. An ambitious strategy is more appealing to a little bit to millennials and. People mm-hmm. like, you know, middle, who are middle aged at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, um, baby boomers are very difficult for us at all. <laughs> I have worked with <laughs> a few who were uh, owners of interiors companies.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yes, it was a little bit challenging because the age difference and their perceptions are different. They grew up with uh, slightly different values. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, they wanna. They have built businesses, big businesses, using that old concept. So mm-hmm. they they might uh, you know feel a little bit risky to you know something uh, to apply something new. So, but uh, you have to adapt to whatever the kind of tradition is. Mm-hmm. If you are not gonna adapt in your business, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work out because a lot of businesses are losing their brand value because they're not on social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses are losing that because mm-hmm. all the attention people are hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Trends matter. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot ignore trends. Because if something has become a trend, there is a strong mm-hmm. reason behind that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We might innovate you know, within that trend to make it uh, go hype. But if we go completely against and say, no, it's just nothing, and I, I don't, I'm um, I, I not willing to accept it at all, uh, mm-hmm. it might not take us anywhere because mm-hmm. if if something is a trend there are people behind that and people count. and it's mm-hmm. the people that's true. You if, uh,
2: know, that's the
0: if you don't get your people's attention that means you haven't built your brand
3: no. you need
0: people have to recognize remembering a person or a company or a logo is brand in a very elementary so if they're not going to res- recognize you or they're not going to remember you i don't think any kind of money spent anywhere it could be useful people have to remember you so you have to give that kind of context to them yeah and uh, finally naushin is there any uh, you know advice to any entrepreneurs who are tra- trying to start the business or running the business something from your point of view mm-hmm.
1: uh, my topmost advice is to work on your visibility i know mm-hmm. that on, as entrepreneurs uh, we are all focused on making things successful we are all focused on our clients we have projects to take care of. We have employees to take care of. We have families as well. There are so many commitments, but all at the same time. Like they're running all at the same time. Right? We need to take care of all of this. Plus we need to take care of our visibility. If we ignore the necessity of visibility, we are going to have a tough time in next six months.
2: Mm-hmm. I said six
1: months, not one year. See, because things are changing fast. Yeah, it is. are interacting quickly. The faster you communicate with the world, the faster the universe will bring good back to you. Get my point? So if you're not sending out the messages to the universe, what do you expect the universe to do to you? Mm -hmm. That's my thing. So the more people will see you, the more frequently they will see you, the more powerful your message becomes, the more obvious you become in the industry, the more uh, prominent you are, Among the people Mm -hmm. who are around you, the better business you will have, the less stress you will have, the more time you will have to spend with your family, your team Mm -hmm. will also enjoy with you. So don't forget the visibility part. Forget the part about losing. Forget Mm -hmm. the part which stresses you down. Look pretty, look great, look amazing and charming on social media. It will do a great job
0: for you. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) true. Uh, I think... uh yeah. I think uh, for building a personal brand would be very, uh, very much useful because it builds a trust among your customers. Uh, when I pitch someone from my my, my company, my post media, I want to handle the marketing. People, if they, I mentioned my vlog and podcast over there. Also, I provide a link for that because mm-hmm. I want people to know that I know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. they can trust me. That's the personal brand I'm trying to build over here. So if I don't do that. I'm a complete stranger, like I said, if are, I can't come to you in down a cafe or somewhere, I can come to you and i can't I cannot directly sell my say you know pitch my uh, services. so mm-hmm. you have to recognize me if I come say hi to you, so okay, yeah, this is Sachin from Hashtag being Entrepreneur. you have to recognize me like that. So for me to build that, I need to be visible, like you said, personal brand and visibility is very important, so it builds somewhat of a trust in a person. And uh, it builds a trust in your business as well. Exactly.
1: So you have to be a new face of the Your personal branding sells your stuff for you all the time. It sells yeah. your stuff when your sales team fails. It sells your stuff when you're sleeping. It sells mm-hmm. your stuff when you're out of business. It sells yeah. your stuff when you're no longer good. So work mm-hmm. on your personal
0: branding. People for- know people know exactly what you're talking about, right? So when you put it into their context and their viewpoint.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: think uh, me talking about, let's say, this uh, podcast, very particular podcast, this session, we talked about, uh, you know, networking do's and don'ts and we talked about branding, we talked about business, we talked about advice, about entrepreneurs. I think it's going to give context to a lot of people, a lot of, uh, in, in different ways, right? Yes. They'll know how to trust, okay, they can trust Naushin, can, they can trust Sachin. So they know what exactly they're talking about. So I think, it's very important for people to realize it and uh, you know to be uh, not to focus on you know how many people did I reach how many likes I got how many comments am I getting how is it converting They ask what's the ROI of social media all the time okay. So my clients ask why should I do this? How will I get clients uh, One particular client asked me that uh, you know someone somewhere in Bangalore likes my post how are they gonna come to come into my business? how are they, how is it how is it helping my business I so agree. i went into technical i went into technical stuff okay if you one person likes your reach will go by certain percent in mm-hmm. facebook mm-hmm. they wouldn't understand that but that's how i have to respond because they don't understand the value of being in front of people that's all brand is about no matter how technical yes. it might be that's all Actually, brand is about
3: our
1: interaction with the clients runs on different levels it runs one thing, our performance. The second level is transparency, the third level is communication, the fourth level is education. We need to educate our clients. And as we work with them on their needs, it's very important for us to do that. If we are not able to do that, we definitely will lose. That's mm-hmm. it. and that stands That's true right. for all businesses, for all levels of businesses, because mm-hmm. uh I can say that many clients educate themselves before they start into something related to branding or advertising, but there are still many clients who are not fully informed about benefits and about strategies when they're going towards branding and advertising. So yes, we as entrepreneurs, we as experts, we as people who have run the game for, for a few brands before, we should be helping them and offering this support where they are learning from us, where they are capitalizing on our experiences to gain theirs.
0: Uh, so, finally, uh, I would like to thank you very much for ha- be- being on my show. This yes. was very ha- helpful and I think a lot of my audience would you know, find uh, advices and what we discussed very helpful for them.
3: Thank and you uh,
0: you know, Thank you
3: for being part of Hashtag Being Auditor. Thank
2: you.